Hey guys, Eric Bischoff here, and just want to call a quick timeout. I want to tell your listeners about what I've been telling everybody at over 83 weeks, quite a while now, about all the cool things that are happening over at AfterShows.com. The wrestling wars are heating up as David Crockett and Conrad revisit March of 1985 on The Book. Vince has brought WrestleMania 1 to life, while Jim Crockett Promotions is preparing to be back on TBS television. And you got Dusty Rhodes and Tully Blanchard on top, Magnum TA and Ivan Koloff for the U.S. title, $5,200 at the gate. And meanwhile, while that show's happening, WrestleMania is becoming a thing, and uh, the wrestling wars are about to heat up because just one week from now, you guys are back on TBS. Former WWE executive John Filippelli sits down with Conrad on an all-new edition of The Insiders and discusses his tumultuous relationship with Bruce Pritchard during his time with the company. Vince was trying to, I think there were times where he tried to sort of get us to try and work together better than we were. And I, I was quite candid. I was quite candid about how I felt about him, about that I didn't appreciate you know, him undermining us or me. And I uh, I would have no part of it. And I told Vince, if he doesn't straight his act out, I don't want he, He's got to go. Either he goes or I go. Ad Free Show's members recently got to chat live with the enforcer, Arn Anderson. And hear stories of legends like the late, great Bobby the Brain Heenan. Sharpest, funniest, wittiest guy there's ever been on this earth. I could look at Bobby and go, hey, Bobby, you got a bump on your neck. Before I could get neck out of my mouth, he had to come back. Boom, boom, boom. And just hilarious. right before i didn't know if it was my seat though i swear i mean i yes i had taco bell earlier but that was my seat that did that before we came on the air <laughs> anyway um let's change let's change the I conversation that was you our producer that's what got all over me <laughs> uncle howdy back I there he had, I uncle, thought he signed out and gave us uncle howdy duty i think uh anyway uh <laughs> No, it was definitely me breathing heavy into the microphone as we went to break. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the sound you make if you do not use manscape when manscaping. I'll tell you that much. Go out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they'll get you. They'll get you. Hey, but for real, how have you been, man? You went to Denver. Yeah, man. Went out to Denver for a week. And, What'd you do uh, out there? Uh, my wife was doing some work, so all I had to do was whatever I wanted. And uh, really, that included sleeping late. And, you so know, you was basically just a trophy husband on the trip. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I was. And and you know how you, know, you always have these grand plans. I thought, what, what trophy is that? Every, boy, it's a it's a weirdly shaped trophy. 
It's like an upside down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I cut you off just to make make fun of you, and that's not right. On a well, it's lot like of levels, a world's ugliest bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got them now. The ugliest dog contest. You, and actually, your dog, if you can light it right and take good pictures, insta- dogs right. have, oh. do- dogs have, <laughs> yeah, cook it right. I'll tell you what. No, but you light it right. Them dogs of Instagram, they pay your bills for you. If you've got a really ugly <laughs> yeah. dog or a really cute one, yeah. You need to deal. start. You need to get that goat money, man. I do. Goats the are many, a hit many, on many, social media. Yeah, me, me, many goats are a hit. Oh, you know what I mean? Anything got, many is yeah, great. We got a, we got. You're right about that. Uh, we I've just sold the, we so just much. sold the three that we had, the three minis. But um, we're how big does a mini get at full grown? So the the mom pounds? the mom of this mini is about thirty pounds, and oh. she doesn't even come up to my knee. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah. and but but she has horns, and she will. If you mess with her kids, she'll run into you like she thinks she's a big goat. But it's they're cute as cute as anything, man. And, and we're about to have some more babies right now. It's just awesome. Um, and I don't know what that has to do with anything. Did you see any goats? Because that's how you need to make that money on goat Instagram. Go- goats of Instagram. Goats of Graham. <laughs> goats of the Graham. Goat. Goat of Graham. You need, need Insta goat. <laughs> <laughs> That's only goats. We went, we went, we went through a couple of uh, renditions there. I we think did. you got it. Insta goat or Insta goat or only goats. <laughs> only goats. That's what hey, it's just, hey, it's just the picture of the goat's butt. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. This is gross. That little tail just <laughs> just twitching. <laughs> Bless our hearts. People bless listen to this. Hearts. I said, "Bless our hearts." Oh, uh, yeah. People well, listen to this, the this show. That listen to it. Bless their hearts. Yeah, yeah, that's the truth. I apologize, guys. We're stuck doing this. They're volunteering. <laughs> God bless America. I love, I love my life, and that's a that's a shoot. So uh, Denver our- was cool. Well, you were a mile high, right? I was, man. I went and uh, I did every day. You know how every vacation when you don't have anything to do, I told myself every day I was getting out and going yeah. on an adventure. <laughs> that, that didn't start for about 48 to 50 hours. A lot of what, hotel time. What was so, that's the best, man. And I'm... <laughs> It sounds so weird, but it's it's true. You go, oh. like people go, oh, you got to go all over the world and go to these cities. and Yeah, but I kind of just stayed in the hotel room the whole time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if, you know, if you go outside, you have to interact with all those people. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and, and more often than not, it's the people of Walmart at 3.30 in the morning. And you just <laughs> yeah. go like, where am I? What am I doing here? Um, and then I go like, oh, yeah, I need eggs. Yeah, uh, the first <laughs> two days, I kept thinking I wanted to do something, but literally... In the parking lot of our hotel was a Walmart and oh. a Chick Fil A, and yep. I went. Why well, I don't? No, I don't there's need no need. Venture. There's no <laughs> need. I would have got Chick Fil A and then rode a buggy around in Walmart while I. Ate. <laughs> we'll yeah, that would have been though. my adventure. Here's what got me out of the house, and I knew I was in the wrong place. Is their <laughs> Chick Fil A serves cauliflower sandwiches. No, no, you know, there no, you do. no, yeah. Bread. If I Sit. said it, if I said it on the counter next to you, you would think it was the chicken sandwich. It looks just like it. Hey, I've, I watch a lot of uh, HLN and Oxygen. 
People have been murdered for a lot less than that. You make me take a bite of a cauliflower Chick-fil-A sandwich, and there's a chance there's a chance you don't make it out of there. I mean, there's, I'm throwing hands for sure, but I well, am older. And what so, was the old Tracy's mother's? I'm going to come out there and kill all of them. I'm going to kill Everybody dies. Uh, mass homicide. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. <laughs> you get, if you sneak in a cauliflower chick fly I promise me, you this, I will punch you in the throat <laughs> as hard as I can with a hey, right... Man. From from God's God's Greenland, and I'm going to hit you with everything I got. A room full of man. I'm, I'm, I'm outraged. Yeah, right now. Here's I don't know what I thought it was going to taste like. I looked at it, and you know, you know, you know that uh, you know like the fake hamburger, and they go, it tastes like yeah, hamburger. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they didn't advertise it that way but when it looks like the sandwich yeah, i thought well maybe it. it's got the same breading on it looks and I thought, same. i'm gonna bite it and it's this is gonna be a healthy alternative and I, I bit it and i went well it tastes like cauliflower on a bun which is not- hey and as far as healthy alternatives i'll die tomorrow thanks but i ain't eating no goddamn cauliflower chick-fil-a they, they got you know me because I missed lunch that day. They got that's how healthy it is. Just don't eat. Oh, I tell you what, you know I would. <laughs> I lost my heck. I could do cocaine and have to be on that diet. <laughs> exactly. The not eating. We I got think I stayed skinny that. during the Attitude Era. It was just it was a not not a good experience. <laughs> my word, I'm angry about that. Actually, <laughs> you should be. And Everything I, I look, I, I, I shouldn't be. On my, point. So my, my wife actually, and I probably, <laughs> your wife does too, probably eat stuff like that. My wife will eat oh. a pizza, a cauliflower pizza in a heartbeat because, oh, it's, you know, no calories oh, yeah. and the carbs and this and that. Okay. Good. She, good. She, and, <laughs> and if I could do that, I'd do it with you, but I can't. I need my pizza to have a crust on it and my, See, ch- my daggum Chick-fil-A to have a bun on it. Have you had like buffalo cauliflower nuggets? Like they coat them and and put it and they're good, but that's what I really? know I'm getting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a chick play involved. Yeah, and you take a bite. Yeah. It's like when you take a bite, some drink of somebody's drink, and uh, yeah, <laughs> you think it wasn't, it's water what, and it's... wasn't what you thought it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Excuse me, Your Honor, this is straight vodka. I think <laughs> don't think you should have it on your desk. <laughs> Look, I'm, don't get me wrong, I've ate worse food. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. A hundred times. A hundred times. Trinidad Tobago, one time, I don't know if I've told the story on here, me and Brian Christopher, God rest his soul, got hamburgers on the side of the road, and the dude just put mustard, or excuse me, uh, ketchup and onions all over the hamburger patty and put it on there and gave it to us, and that was how it was. And we were like, okay. So... I took a bite of mine, and I thought, oh, God, this is like a, like a hamburger from the side of a road in Trinidad, Tobago. <laughs> and so, but Brian Christopher freaks out. It tastes like crap. Well, yeah, and he throws his hamburger on the ground. Well, there's dogs everywhere. And a oh, dog gosh. runs up and literally runs off with the buns and leaves the meat laying on the ground <laughs> in Trinidad. <laughs> he left the meat laying right on the ground. And, and Brian Christopher popped so hard. I told you, that dog wouldn't even eat that. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like three quarters of the way done with my. <laughs> well, this dog oh, will. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> chowing down. It was three in the morning. Where do you think we oh, stopped there to eat for? Even the <laughs> dog will eat. This. No, that that's a true story too. That Brian was a great dude. He was a lot of fun to be around. 
Oh, um, man. What, hey, what are we doing on this week's show? We're, this is it. We're going to have fun. It is a Ask Dog Anything. You're dang right we're going to have fun because if we're not, I'm signing out now. <laughs> we have got, you guys wait till just... you hear some of these questions. Oh, really? Uh, some this good is ones? The, yeah, there's horrible. some wild ones. There's some. There's a lot good. that don't have to do with wrestling, which is oh, really awesome. That's what we keep that's us on our toes. For. Yeah, yes, that's um, what I hope for. Let's start digging into these. We got a bunch to try to get to. Uh, okay, cool. Let's start off this first bat. By the way, we're going to do top dog at the end of the episode, where we find okay. out if you're a better sports entertainer than three other sports entertainers. Uh, and we, you know what I found interesting with the top dog segment. I'm not a better sports entertainer than about half of the people we've talked about. Well, you started strong. Now you're at a 500 record. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. It's, I, I feel like it's about 500. I think Nick, today Nick we might Midian. get you back on track. Naked Midian actually texted me 20 minutes ago uh, <laughs> wanting, to, wanting to hook up and talk. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. And he said, thank you for saying I was a better sports entertainer <laughs> than you were. I'm just kidding. He doesn't listen to our podcast. Oh, I was about to say, <laughs> please tell me he's coming on naked. <laughs> no, but hey, we can get... Dude, I didn't even think about Naked Midian. Huh? Naked Midian will come on anytime, anywhere, and I don't care if he does come on naked. I'm Close naked from the waist naked. down. Let's you don't go. know. Okay, we're in, that's in. Marcus, what if we had to do is five Marcus minutes still, of that Marcus show? Quit? Yeah, yeah, clearly. Okay, cool. I think it's just, I don't even know if we're recording right now. <laughs> well, if somebody can write down Naked Midian. Naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with two E, with an E and two Ks. Naked. Naked. All right. We're going to get, Thank you. at we're least good. for five minutes of that show, all three of us need to be naked. Oh, yes. Yes, that's at not least. happening. <laughs> shirtless. We can go nips up. Hey, let, you know me ask, I mean? let me ask you this. I am uh, I am intrigued by your wife's CrossFit deal. Oh, yes. Like that's, that's, so, so when you say she was out there for work, was that uh, that's not cross? That's her hobby is to I'll train. Say, yeah, she does coach really that, hard. But yeah, but that's her that's her side gig. She wow. uh, they just had the CrossFit open, and uh, to get to the quarterfinals, you have to be in the top ten percent in the world. Holy mackerel! And she got eleven percent. She's real uh, hot about it. She wasn't even trying to get there, and so. But, she was like she was yeah. supposed to be happy with eleven percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and truth be told, she should be. She's better than eighty nine percent of the nine percent of everyone on the earth. Right. But it's, but if you, if I were you, I'd be pissed. <laughs> now she got close. She's like, well, I could have did more. I'm like, no, that's yeah, not how yeah. it works. You got to be yeah. happy. I mean, yes, you could have, but you didn't. Eighty nine percent of all other people. I, look, and I'm in that eighty nine. Uh, oh, look, right. I'm not even figuring into this hundred percent. To be quite honest with you, I couldn't do. I can't cross my legs good, much less cross them to fit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean they, it just don't work. I mean, so look, my wife used to be uh, a bodybuilder. Like I, I mean, I don't. Oh. Yeah, she was just. She is, in, and she's look. She's a beautiful, incredible woman, but she had uh, neck surgery, and the same neck surgery that Cena and Kurt Angle had, and and. Uh, and it, she she almost got paralyzed, and so she's lost a lot of mobility and stuff, and so so oh. she's not there no more. But I I when I was a young man, she was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a it was a trophy deal for me, and I feel like that's kind of how you are too. Oh, wonderful! Uh, and, and you just go like, man, this is this is cool. And now it's just like 
yeah, we're old and fat together, man. Let's just live and love and laugh. You know what I mean? And that's that's what it's all about in re, in reality. And when you get older, you kind of realize like, oh, doesn't matter what I look like, right? I mean, you want to be healthy. You want to be, you know what I mean? You don't want to die. But but guess what? Everybody's going to. Every man want to go heaven. No man want to die. I'm also, um, I'm also uh, 10 years older than her. So I'm like, when you get my age, you can see what it's like. <laughs> Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. So have you not, are you, like, it's so crazy to me. And I know this is off topic and I apologize, but I. No, this I, is what this show's for. Yeah. I, 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 how did y'all meet? Uh, she, she actually approached me. She actually approached me at a, at a concert. You know, I do the radio. So she yeah, had heard the radio yeah. show, approached me there and uh, she wasn't as big into the CrossFit then. Yeah. Um, she, since we've got together, she's got uh, more into that. I mean, she's always. And she still likes you though. Well, I don't mean she's do here. You think she does? <laughs> she's here. Are you sure? She fills the void with chickens. So hey, that door is closed. Are you sure she's there? <laughs> no, she I, might I, look, be outside. I love it. Deal. I did not know you were you were older than her though. That's it. Oh that's, yeah, that's even you're even cooler now to me. We met on an app called Grinder, and okay. uh, I believe that was it. Or yeah, cra- the rest I, is the rest is history. Craigslist <laughs> or something, eBay. I don't know. I think we was. met on Etsy. I made her look. I look. I made her this, mommy shark. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I made. I made that. Shark. I made that uh, on Etsy, and she saw that, and we started talking. Uh, <laughs> and then now she's like, "I'm not telling you to lose weight. I would just like you <laughs> to live long, to be healthy." Yeah, I got it. You fat mother. <laughs> That's what I wish they would say because that's the language I speak. You know what I mean? Like, just my wife's like, "No, you're not." You're tall, she, though. That's <laughs> what she said, bless her heart. She yeah. loves me so much, she will look right in the eye and lie to me. Like, you're well, tall, though. You wear it well. You, you wear it well. <laughs> yeah. Like, when I see somebody on TV, like a wrestler that's built at my same weight, I'm like, look, look, me and him. A who looks size. fatter? You know, look, on TV, it's Me not a and good Bobby look. Lashley. Now, who look- <laughs> We're the same weight, babe. Same exact weight. I, yeah, you, I think I'm taller than him. You want Brock to lose weight? <laughs> yeah, that's just, he looks awesome. She, she's like, I'm no. sorry I took us on. I'm not sorry I took us on that no. sidebar because that was interesting and I got to know something about. So, so this is. So she she did it. Did she do it to lose weight? CrossFit. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. She just started wanting to get healthier, and yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, every change, cult, you get deeper change. into it. <laughs> more Kool-Aid she drank. Yeah, no, that's, but look, that's true. She, she got, does that yeah. crap and it makes her feel great and it releases endorphins and the whole deal. Oh yeah. I, I have worked out in my life. Um, <laughs> in my I just life. don't like it. I just don't like it much. <laughs> it was a lot of work. It was work involved. <laughs> Even the recumbent cycle where I'm seated, I must move my legs. You know what I mean? And the bending of these knees these days is, it's like a yeah, crazy no, straw. Look, 
the last thing I, I do would be stop her from doing it. I'm like, yeah, you you want to go for two hours? No, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. go rock it out. I, I'm, I'm with you that because that's for you and her, and I don't mean that nasty. The, the funny um, part was when it shut down during COVID. And oh. She, 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 that was when she first started working from home, and yeah. so she would she would sit there all day and go, "Hey, just act like I'm not here. You can do whatever you normally do." And I'm like, "This is it. This was it." She, I've been doing it for two hours. That you've been watching me. She's like, "But if I wasn't here, what would you be doing?" And I'm like, "Still doing this, just naked, just, just still watching movies or video games, just, yeah. just naked." <clears throat> Oh, bless our hearts, man. Bless I'd probably have more crumbs all over my chest. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely have more crumbs, and I would not have brushed my teeth yet. Yeah, I would have um, got fast food today and not <laughs> ate a cauliflower Chick-fil-A sandwich. Oh, God. But, look, we're having fun. But <laughs> I do like to eat. I do, man. Look, I love my new thing is uh, Uber Eats. Uh, I can't get Come it in on. my house because I live in the woods. So that's a good thing. Really, you're not even in Uber Eats territory. Can't get get internet there either. Uh, I kind of like that part. Um, The Uber Eats kind (laughs) of makes me mad. Um, But but, so when I go on the road, I get Uber Eats, KFC, and then pot pies. (laughs) Honey, hush. (laughs) Are you you kidding me? You hadn't had the pot pies from KFC? Bro. I ain't finding it. I just (laughs) had I'm saying, I'm saying, what? if you'll take a bite of a cauliflower chicken sandwich, yeah, oh yeah, y- you'll dive into this pot pie from KFC. You know, I ain't scared to put anything in my mouth. And they also, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> cauliflower chicken sandwich. That's what uh, Brian Christopher said at three in the morning in Trinidad Tobacco. <laughs> All right, let's ask some questions, man. We've gone Why? too. We're we've asking. gone too far. No. This is what this is about. <laughs> Guess what? We don't get to them. We'll ask them next time. <laughs> we're coming back with episode two. Of ask Part Dog two. Anything. Part two. This time we're actually going to answer questions for you. <laughs> the first one we did We're thinking not. about it. Yeah. Or they'll just make jokes, poop jokes. And- All right. <laughs> this is, uh, look, let's just start here then. Let's get into it. Keep us on a roll. Yeah. Duck Boy uh, 2134 from the uh, Ad Free Show's Discord. He wants to know. What's Road Dog's favorite restaurant? Ooh. Hmm. See, you, that was a lot there. You've I talked love it. about I the love pot it. pie. I, I, yeah, look, look, that's not my my favorite restaurant. would probably be a good steak place. Um, I ate a Longhorn the other day. That's not a good steak place, but it's a, a better than you're going to get at Quincy's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you remember Quincy's? No, Sizzler. You know. Sizzler. my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's better Sizzler. than Sizzler. Better than Steakout. Y'all have Steakout up there? The delivery place? Yeah, yeah. I think called, it might be different, but we have uh, okay. one. Yes, yeah, it was called Steakout down here. They bring you like a steak and baked potato to your house. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, uh, it's the same principle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ours um, is real but like good. A, like a Ruth Chris or somewhere that you know the steak is just going to be. There's a place in here in Pensacola that I haven't gone to. Me and my wife looked at the menu last night. Um, I think it's called The District. Uh and and it's it's got an incredible menu, but the steak is supposedly one of the best steaks in Pensacola. So mm, I like a good on. steak uh, restaurant. And I guess if I have to go name one specifically, I like Ruth Chris. They always right. uh, always come out with a top dollar piece of meat. From the AFS, no Discord. cauliflower. I don't think they have any cauliflower <laughs> at Ruth. No Chris. cauliflower <laughs> on the menu. No. P- Professor Plum wants to oh. know. What does the second G stand for in Road Dog? Oh, uh, get it, got it good. 
Oh, get it, get it good. <laughs> no, okay. I think the G stands for. I don't know what did Fred G stand for. What did his G stand for? Oh, Fred G Sanford, and the G Is stands that for. Real? I don't know. Gangster. <laughs> yes, I'm going to say that the G, second G stands for. It's for gangster. Gangsta. But All right. A no hard R. <laughs> Drew Landry wants to know in your mind. What keeps uh, Natalia Neihart from being in the top women's spot? Love to see her in a feud with a top face and take the gold for a solid championship run. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Look, I think if anybody, I don't like to chime in and say, you deserve it because not everybody deserves it that that people think deserve it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, people go, you deserve a title opportunity. And I thought, you don't know me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you, you don't give the company... On, you don't put the company on my shoulders, and not, not these shoulders. Wrong, you got the wrong cat, and and I didn't want it either. You know what I mean? That was a different. That was just different. I wasn't a part of my plan. Um, what were we talking about again? Oh, why Natty on top? Natty, Natty is one that I would argue you deserve it. You know what I mean? Like she has been there forever. She is the uh, stalwart and the workhorse, and I think yeah. that's actually apropos because they have some type type of uh, health nutritional. Uh, supplements now, Natty and TJ, uh, that are, I think, called Workhorse. Um, anyway, you can look that up and, and uh, snort it at your risk. Um, but uh, for me, you could argue Natty deserves a title run, and I think she would be a good champion. I think you could book it in a special place in Canada and have her win the title and have her have a good good run. And and I don't think anybody would bat an eye at that. Um, so I don't, know the, I don't know to answer why she hasn't, but I... I could definitely suggest, yeah, she could, and and I would be behind that. Prince Phoenix seventy seven on the Ad Free Shows Discord wants to know if you could come back and team with any one person for a run with mm. the titles. Why would it be Cassio, and what would the team name be? <laughs> well, it'd be we'd be the Mountain Critters. <laughs> I mean, that's that goes without saying. I thought we we're going to be the Gator and the Tater. Oh yeah, well, well that's we're the Mountain Critters, Gator and Tater. Gator and Tater, the Mountain Critters. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it and so i don't know if there's a t-shirt the mountain made critters <laughs> oh my gosh gator i'm gator he's tater we're gator tater together with the mountain critters let me tell you something <laughs> we've been up in them woods digging and scratching and crawling pulling snakes and all kind of eerie scary things out of them mountains we're gonna come to dothan on friday night me and my brother gator are gonna grab you in our jaws and throw and twist you until you come apart piece by piece and then we're gonna take what's most precious to you those tag team titles and we're gonna turn them sideways and shine them up real nice and shove them up sorry i got off on a tangent there I felt it though. I it was felt, a promo. We're at a point. Yeah, we're. I mean, there's something there. Yeah, there's a baseline. Let's not let's not negate the weight of what just happened. Well, he okay. actually got a little depth to it, dude. We were growing real fast. <laughs> it was I going, liked it. it got better. I got more serious. I thought I should really probably do this well. I'm known for having a decent promo. So halfway through, I kind of got serious. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to be judged. Okay. <laughs> People are judging me on this for sure. <laughs> and, and you know I'll hear, oh, Dax Harwood cuts a better promo than you do. <laughs> I go, okay, whatever, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, from the AFS Discord, Smith wants to know, why does such a great sports entertainer 
have such a terrible sports entertainment finish, like a pump handle slam. Look at this. Look at oh, that. we went video game. Look at I that. I know we did, and and I want to ask who. What was his name again? Uh, Smith. That's all he left. Smith. Us. I would like to ask you, what is your problem with me getting behind people and like that for momentarily, and then like scooping them up and dropping them to their back as I flat belly with them as to make the momentum of the drop greater? Look like it hurts with our combined yeah. weight. Uh, the gravity is greater. I've never been pump handled, but look like it hurt. I've been pump handled, but I did spend some time uh, in, the, in the Milton Hilton over here. So. <laughs> That's what we call it. Uh, it's in Milton, Florida. They call it the Milton Hilton. Hey, is I Milton, did, I, is I, Milton I actually the did spend time capital? There. Say that again. Is Milton, Florida, the amputee capital of the world? Is that that city? <laughs> Have you heard that? No. Have you not heard about this? I... For a shoot, I know a guy named Johnny Arm who, that's his name, and that's what we call him, and that's what he is, and that's what we've called him for 25 years, and he's from Milton, so it definitely could be. There's a city in Florida, I thought it was Milton, that got uh, a huge scandal because the whole city found out if you would, like, lose a digit, the insurance company would send you ten grand. Oh. So then everybody in their family would go, well, I'm going to take a bird finger off. Then they would start pricing everything out. Yeah, yeah. And then it just was like, well, I mean, you get you get a hundred grand for a leg. Well, look, you know what I, I mean? want to tell you something. That is ridiculous. Um, I just... <laughs> I hope everybody's watching on YouTube so they know what This is why you should watch on YouTube. I'm a, uh, Marcus, so, so, I'm so a, what was the last question? I don't know. We got off on APTs. Uh, you lost a thumb. We'll get into that story later. Yeah. Sir Danforth. Ooh, oh, Sir Danforth. Danforth. Yes. yes, Sir Danforth. Sir Danforth, what would Dog have fantasy booked for the roadie angle? Also, was there any teams you would have mm. liked to work with as the outlaws but didn't have the chance to? Mm. Mm. Yeah, so look, the We've covered some of this in some past shows. Yeah, but but it's a, look, I, I, it's a personal question, so so yeah. I'll give him my personal opinion. I, I wish the roadie angle would have played out how it was supposed to play out because I think in my mind, I at the time especially, I wasn't into booking at all and didn't kind of didn't even know what it meant. Um, but but I, I I loved the story that we were telling. It just. Uh, personally, for one of the talent involved, he wasn't being taken care of. Uh, he wasn't being compensated uh, financially like he should have been. So the story got broken in half. You know what I mean? And so, so right. what I would really love, and that's look, that's of no, that's nobody's fault. That just, that's just business. That's how business happens. You know what I mean? And business don't give a about your feelings. <laughs> so uh, just like the facts don't. Um, but. But I would have loved for it just to play out and let us finish it and see see where it went because you never know what would have been. You know what I mean? You never yeah. know what could have been. Um, you can imagine what could have been, but but even with the roadie, I didn't think I was just having fun doing that too. You know what I mean? That was a blast, and I was in the wrestling world, but I wasn't. I only got bumped like once or twice a night because I would just feed in and take somebody's finish for Jeff, and so it was it was awesome. Um, <laughs> As far as me and Billy working with everybody, to be quite honest with you, the only people, and I got to work with them, not with Billy, uh, as on the indie circuit a couple of times, and so, but Rock and Roll Express, I would have loved to work with Rock and Roll with Billy, uh, especially like when we first got started, when we were heels, um, oh, and we great. were hungry, like that would have, I just feel like that would have been a, a great match, uh, and then I, we got to work with the Warriors, the Road Warriors, so, um, 
Like, I don't know, man. If you're a tag team in the world of wrestling in the past hundred years and you don't want to work with the Warriors, like, I... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what your problem is. Uh, but you if you're even getting in the tag team, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you. That's a that's a bucket list thing, and I got to scratch it off. You know what I mean? So, so I, I, there's some teams now that I and I said this on Twitter earlier. Um, somebody asked me uh, a question, the same same question basically, and I said, "Man, I would love for me and Billy to have worked as baby faces against his children." Um, to me that, and I even went so far as to dissect a little bit of the, of the creative of the match and say, heat on Billy hot tag to me. Uh, and I say that because I think you gotta get, you gotta get, there's gotta be sympathy with Billy. And so they'd have to cut his knee down because he's so big and tough and strong and only his kids could be snide and crappy enough to, to be on him like, like bloodhounds, you know what I mean? And just be all over him. And finally he gets that hot tag to me and I've been watching them beat up my best friend for, for, for 10 minutes, you know, and I wouldn't hesitate in the slightest to beat the crap out of those boys. You know what I mean? And, 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 and I don't think he would either. I think he would lay it in as strong as I would. But even in your mind, when I watch brothers punch each other, it always feels weird to me in yeah. wrestling, in wrestling. When I've seen brothers punch each other my whole life, believe you me. Uh, some of them coming really close like, like that at you. Um, and so, so <clears throat> that doesn't bother me. But when I watch wrestling and I know it's not legit, uh, physicality. If I saw Billy beating up his sons, it's just not, it's like, Oh, I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's maybe just me, but that's why I went into the thought process of give me that hot tag and let me give them boys <laughs> some of what fur, you know what I mean? Even if they cheat and beat me at the end, which I think keeps Billy strong and helps me. Uh, I'm already thinking about the psychology of this match <laughs> and the promotion so of it. Yeah. Uh, but I do, it would be fun and I, and I would have a blast doing it. So I hope that answers the question somehow. Uh, On the side, the way- in the side chat, it says the pump handle looks a lot, like a lot of pressure on the ball bag. I guess he, I don't know what he was. Yeah, because you went flat face down. Was that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The only did time you ever I ever yourself? hurt. No, the only time I ever hurt that region was on. Uh, <laughs> this is not going to be funny for me, but it's going to be funny to you. Um, I hurt that region and think I broke my nose at the exact same time from an F5. And so. so really? You think what you want to. I got a big <laughs> nose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see where this is going. By the way, for the record, before we go any further, uh, Vernon, Florida, was the Vernon money earning Mount Vernon dog. Uh, they were they were known as now Nub City. <laughs> they started with a Nub Club, and it blossomed into Nub City. Come on, man! Come on! Hey, they uh, they what? found out millions. They did millions just in this one town. Really. Yeah, an insurance agent. Where did finally, you see about that? There's a whole documentary that came out. That, like that's in the what 80s. I want to hear. Oh, really? Oh. It came out in the 80s. Oh yeah, it's fascinating. On Vernon, Florida. Yeah, Nub City. Well, I know <laughs> what I'm watching tonight. <laughs> Hashtag. How far Nub is Milton City. from you? Milton from me is 20 minutes. I mean, what about uh, Vernon? I'm gonna look it up. I'm not sure where it is. I, I drove to Dago Orlando four times last week, but, oh, but you I didn't had see, to get, I didn't see Vernon one. one time. But I know I probably went through it. Says it's in the Panhandle. What? Yeah. 
I feel weird about looking it up while we're on the podcast. Taping, oh, that's what but... we're doing. Florida is in Washington <laughs> County. I don't know. I don't know where that is. <laughs> Where's Washington I'm, I'm County? In a, I'm in Santa Rosa County. Uh, it's near Sylvania, Macomb, Gum Pond. Good God, uh, Gertie, where are you talking oh, about? Oh, it's over near the line. It's near Red Bay. Near what line? Uh, Alabama, Defuniac Springs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, that runs right. Chipley, Bonifay. It's yeah. south of Bonifay. Oh, okay, I know exactly where it is. It's probably it's probably forty five minutes from my house. I'm, I'm I love t- cities we're tops. driving over, isn't it? Hour tops. Well, hey, may, maybe I'll maybe I'll go over there. And your cousins? <laughs> isn't that Operation Kia Sportage? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was okay. It. Uh, all right, let's keep it going. Uh, who's uh, what we got? Uh, Steve H. Leaving substances out of it. If you could turn back time, what's one thing in your career you would do differently? Oh, but just pay attention. Like like focus. Like and, and that's not just in my career, that's in my my life. I, I wish I would have taken uh look, this is difficult for me because I'm torn I'm torn about it. But it's I had a great time and I continue to do so and I say I wouldn't change a thing. But if I could, uh of course he said not to mention substances. Too bad it's my podcast. I'd stop doing substances. Uh, but no, <clears throat> I would. <clears throat> I'd. F- I would think more. I would use my head more. I'm not a stupid person, but I don't. I, I'm not a smart person either. So, and I don't give myself enough credit for what I do know. And I don't. Uh, I'm in- insecure, so I don't want to say something and be wrong. So I keep. You know what I mean? Like I just. Yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of things going on in my head, um, but. I know now. Look, it's the old song. If I only knew now what I knew, you know what I. If, if I, I only knew then, then what I knew, yeah, what I didn't know now, um, or however the friggin' words go, I screwed it up. I seven didn't times. know then. Yeah, we'll play it after the thing goes off. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I just man, I could have I could have been, I could have been the road dog. Could have been something. Could have been a. Uh, and I say, I mean, mid card, I don't mean top guy. Uh, and that's not what I'm talking about either, but I'm talking about longevity and a place and a character standpoint, road dog minus substances and minus, uh, just being a blithering idiot. I think had longevity and, and, and could been turned heel and baby face and you know what I mean? And I think there was a, there was a place for that character for a lot longer than I let it exist. James L. Corey, uh, I hate to get deep here. I know we're having a fun show, but uh, sorry. every now and then you got to get serious. Yeah. Uh, James L. Corey from Ad Free Shows wants to know, uh, dog, if you were a hot dog and you were starving, would you eat yourself? Yes, 100%. But especially if I was one of those, uh, what are those hot dogs like uh, Nathan's, the Nathan's hot dogs oh. that they sell at the store now? Oh. Hey. Dog, I used to be just a guy that grabbed a pack of wieners and went home and loved them. That was me. That was me through the eighties. How do you think I paid the bills? No, what? But 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 in in the hot dog world, there are levels to this stuff, bro. Yeah, yeah. And Nathan's is on another level. I Not mean, you all can, dogs are made equal. No, 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 no. And you can't teach them all new tricks. <laughs> Uh, JNAP1 says, Bluefield, West Virginia, mm. Indy Outlaw Mud Show. Yes. You and Billy 
DDP, yes. April Hunter, a blizzard. Yes. Promoter tried to bail because he couldn't pay guys. Yes. And I was pretty sure Billy was going to kill him. <laughs> Any memories of this? And if this wasn't your worst independent ever, what on earth was? So, so look, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. It was not the worst ever. Um, there has been there have been plenty that have been worse, uh, a lot worse. Um, this one was bad. Uh, this one was bad. But as as far and few as these are. Uh, you know, in between, it does happen. Like, it yeah. does, things happen. People try to leave with the money box. The promoters all of a sudden are gone. Like, it's in the indie world, crap, like, you know, you, you go to the carnival, you're going to get carnied, you know? <laughs> and so uh, so that's the way that works. But we were actually there. You named all those people. Like, we were with good company. We were in good, with good friends. We were, you know what I mean? We signed a bunch of autographs. So we made money by selling our, our merchandise at the time on the indie circuit. So... It wasn't like we flew up there and got. I mean, it was in a in a in a uh, blizzard for real, and we were and the guy got stuck, and we had to <laughs> go get pulled out, and oh, there were God. some mishaps on that. But I was with Billy, uh, and you know, when you're with your best friend, what do you you know what I mean? Or yeah, or dang sure one of them, you just you make the best out of it. And and truth be told, where me and Billy are right now, if I'd have started getting negative and 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 being uh, pissy about it, he'd have checked me. And if he'd have done it, I'd have checked him and go, oh, really, really? That's what people can't eat right now. And you're going to say that, you know what I mean? Like we, we would have said something like really a-hole-ish to the other to snap them out of it. You know what I mean? And then be like, oh, you're right. Look at this idiot. Whatever. Uh, uh, Brad Stanton wants to know, in what venue would you want your last match to be? Road Dog's mm. last match. And so I almost had it that way, but I'd say Chicago. Uh, and, and, and the Usos did beat us for the titles there. Um, and that was, that was cool and fitting and and felt good. Uh, but I will bring up again that they beat Billy, not me. Um, I just think that's important. You know, look, words matter. Language matters. Details. Yes. Details, facts. They're important. You can't just go, you can't just go forgetting history. Context. Uh, the wrestle nerd figure four. Says, thank you for your service, dog. Oh, thank you for thanking me. And then he said, do you prefer the all-natural Jerry Curl WCW hair, the WWE braids, or the USMC high and tight? Wow. I have had several hairdos, uh, as I felt I've lived several lives uh, doing all that. Like the military was, look, I I keep a kind of a high and tight now uh, for several reasons. I like it like that. Uh, My hairline's receding. Uh, That's two. Uh, I have a huge bald spot in the back. That's three. Uh, So I keep it tight to the head, you know. Um, The braids were a pain in the arse, to tell you the truth. They were were difficult to get done and to maintain, and they hurt. they hurt bad. Um, or, or maybe I'm just a sissy. But so what hurt, about the curls? The curls were just, look, that's not, that is honestly, an, if no you product. look through, no, nothing. Water. Water in the hair and shaking it, and that's that. that's that's that. And if you look at my brother Brad's hair, my brother Scott's hair, even Steve's hair, everybody in my family had naturally curly hair. And, uh, and it's so tight, curls. My brother Scott, literally in the 70s, in Marietta, Georgia had perm of the year at his high school. <laughs> that's not a that's not a made up story. That's a he has a picture in his yearbook to prove it. He had a perm this big. It was huge and it was the seventies. He had baggy pants and a, you know what I mean? Perm it was, of the year, baby. Yes. yes. P-O-Y, baby. Yeah. Yeah, poi. <laughs> Look, they don't even do poise no more. 
No. We would do POIs. I think let's bring it back as a segment on here. Bring, if you've got a perm, back. send it in. Yeah. And we'll give you perm of the week. <laughs> Pow. Uh, Quasi says, do you have any lingering injuries these days from your time in the ring? Any particular spots or bumps you can point to that are to blame for those injuries? Yep. And how does Road Dog manage the aches and pains these days? Okay. That's a, look, that's a, that's a legit question. That's a yeah. great question. Um, I, I do. Uh, have really bad arthritis uh, in my knees and ankles and feet and hands. Um, That's, I don't know how to describe this, and so I'm probably going to sound stupid doing it, but I was very balls on my feet, bouncy when I work. I I know I look like a big lumbering idiot, but in, in, I was very on, on my toes a lot. And so it, I, I hit my heel. I also wore shooter boots, so I didn't have protection. I hit my heels a lot, uh, taking bumps. Um, and and my knees from from wiggle wiggle knee, uh, my my left knee hit the ground at least once really hard every night because the harder I hit my left knee on the ground, the worse the knee looked that I was dropping on the guy, and so I would try to really snap that one, and, and my left knee now is horrible. You know what I mean? And and, and my lower back is not as bad as uh, as a lot of guys, so I knock on wood and thank God for that. Um, and if I lost some weight, uh, as we've talked about quite a bit on here, <laughs> you fat sons, <laughs> um, it wouldn't be so bad on my back. You know what I mean? But yeah, I have lingering injuries that are that are just there. And and look, I'm I I don't know if all of them are if I have all my faculties or not because of past injuries or head head injuries. You know, I just don't. You don't know until you get old and you go like, oh, crap. Yeah, I'm forgetting a lot of things. Like, I'm at a point now where I just forget things. Like, I just, and everybody does this. You walk into the room and go, what the crap did I walk in here for? Um, That's that's where I'm at now. Um, But if I stop and think through it, I remember. And I go like, oh, I had to poop. (laughs) That's why I'm sitting on the toilet. (laughs) Why am I sitting on this toilet? I hate a cotton. Hey, do we have any? Hey, does cauliflower uh, does that give you normalcy? In your, is that one of the one of the one of the selling products? I don't, I don't know what selling, selling product is. <laughs> of cauliflower. It's hey, just do we there. have any advertisements to do? Ah, uh, we might. We'll get to them. Okay. Well, I oh. mean, what's 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 advertisers? What is that? Uh, let's get this one. This is going to be deep for you, dog. Okay. Cool. Uh, our buddy Charlie Thrower, as we switch over to our Twitter at You Didn't Know Pod at okay. Brian R D James at the Casio Kid. Charlie wants to know, Mister Dog, who would win in a shoot fight, James Bond or Jason Bourne? Oh, Bourne, Bourne, really? The, the, yeah, the fighting techniques uh, are such now that James Bond, even if it was Daniel Craig. Wouldn't stand a chance. Oh, any Bond? What's the strongest Bond, you think? Well, look, I'm old as crap, so I say Roger Moore. But but, And truth be told, I haven't really seen a, a Bond movie since Roger Moore. Really? <laughs> I'm dead serious. None of the Daniel I, Craigs? I, I really haven't. And, I, and my brother told me like a lot. I'm like, oh, that movie's great. And I just, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not into him. It's Roger Moore, damn it. <laughs> But Bourne still got Roger Moore. Oh, in a heartbeat. He's. I think he's dead now. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, oh, I oh, you meant in character. I'm mean, uh, gonna prop him up. Yeah, <laughs> we can. That Bernie's him in an MMA fight. Uh, just, just, ding, ding, ding. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but to me, Bourne, I, I, look, my favorite thing is when he's sitting in there and he tells the person across the table from him, I don't know why I know this, but the guy sitting up there can handle himself. He's the driver of that truck and there's a gun in the glove box. And, I, and he goes through the yeah. whole deal and he's like, I don't even know why I know this. But like, to me, that was the, the best thing ever. Like he... He reads the room. He predicts the thing. I like to think of myself as Jason Bourne. I always sit with my back against the wall in a restaurant. Um, but I'll tell you what. Now I'll give you. I'll give you this. Jason Bourne versus uh, Denzel Washington in what was that movie he was just in, uh, where he kills everybody. That's all of them. Yeah. Training Day. I don't know. No, 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 no. It's later than this. What is it? He's a man on fire. Oh, that's a god darn! That's a great one too. It's a great movie. No, this is the Equalizer. The Equalizer. The Equalizer. Yes, yes. I didn't like the second one so much, but Denzel Washington in the first Equalizer versus James uh, uh, Jason Bourne. James, Jason Bourne. Now we got a fight on our hands that I don't think we can call the finish of. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not writing a finish. I'm going to say, figure it out, boys. See you out there. <laughs> Uh, let's get to uh, Yambag Jones. Oh, old WB. Yam oh, Yam wait, it's YB. <laughs> it's be YB, I think. Uh, he wants to know, dog, who was the best wheel man you've ever drove with, mm-hmm. and who did you know never to get in the damn car with? So, the best wheel man ever was my father. Uh, no doubt about it. Like, he would, he would literally, like, uh, you go, Dad, you want me to drive? And he's like, no, I'm good, I'm good. And he would never let you drive. And then you'd see him, like, reach up and slap himself in the face, <laughs> yeah. like, really hard. <laughs> and I go, Dad, are you are you tired? <laughs> so so then, if you were driving, he would, because, I, look, I also uh, will go on record saying, I'm a pretty good wheel man myself uh, because of sitting in the other side of the car with my father and brothers driving. Brad, Brad was a great wheel man, Uh, but he too learned from my father. And that's as far as knowing the road, seeing a truck that needs to get over and brighten them. So they know to get, you know what I mean? Just knowing the, knowing how to, how to operate in an efficient manner on an interstate. You know what I mean? Um, and also that, so the worst person I would never ride with was Tracy Smothers. Uh, so (laughs) I would, I would love the ride and the conversation, but you know, if we're just going to sit and talk, you might want to set the cruise. And so I don't know, you don't have to, but set the cruise. And so that way we're not doing 75 and then 32 and then 68 and then 12. And then, <laughs> and, and also in between all those, every time you pass a cow fat pasture, there's your family. <laughs> every time there's your family. Hey, so you see that house up there? That dude don't give a crap if we draw tonight. Tracy, I miss him, man. He was the greatest. Uh, he was an honorary so Armstrong, man, for oh, sure. My gosh. Um, but yeah, so Bob Armstrong, best wheel man. Tracy Smothers, I'd just say worst driver. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to put anything negative on Tracy. He was a great human being. Dog. Yeah. Here's the deal. Here's no. the best part. Okay. Spring has sprung my friends oh i love i love the sound of this and that means our friends over at manscaped the leaders in below the waist grooming have the best tools for some spring cleaning in your pants and (laughs) wait where (laughs) 
spring cleaning in your pants? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Trust me, your confidence will be blooming like the flowers. <laughs> Look your best this spring and join the other 8 million men who trust Manscaped. Use code D-O-G-G. I said, before I got my manscape, I looked like I fell down on a blooming onion. <laughs> I don't even know if that was funny, but it made me laugh so genuinely hard I had to repeat it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, so this stuff's good. Before mine, I looked like I passed out in the sand. It just, it could, you could brush it off if you want Sporadic. Sporadic. <laughs> Oh, I got that over there. Okay, I got to take but a But here's the deal. Yeah. Now I've got confidence. I yeah. got the Manscaped, all right? And over yep. 8 million other men trust Manscaped. All you got to use is code Eight D-O-G-G. million men. D-O-G-G. You get 20% code. off. And how much is shipping? Free. Yeah, free, free at Manscaped.com. Manscaped. Hey, dog, mm. we just got that brand hey, you, new. What'd you brand get? new trimmer, son. You did? Yeah, just got yeah, I did too. New. I did yeah. too. In the mail like yesterday. Um, yeah. it's super excited because I now have one for the house and one I can take on the road with me. So that that's because look, nothing worse than going to meet the the venue vice president and shaking hands, and he says, "My God, son, what's that in your nose?" And I go, "I'm sorry, sir. That's just hair because I'm old." And then now I don't have to do that anymore. I can. Manscape with the weed whacker, the those nose hair out of there. Yeah, the old weed whacker. And plus, like you mentioned, you mentioned it earlier in the show, proprietary skin safe technology that's yeah. going to reduce those nicks and the cuts and the tugs and the snags and the bleeding. Those snags and tugs make me cringe just at oh. the word. Well, that's why I used to didn't want to do it. I'm like, yeah. who, who wants to go through that <laughs> torture? And yeah. now, and I'm yeah. good. I'm looking good because. No one. Have you ever met anyone who went, man, I love nose hairs? No. <laughs> Nobody's ever been in love with nose hairs and thought they were attractive, my friend. And that's why you need the new weed whacker and plus all the stuff that comes with it. We know yeah. it. The crop preserver ball deodorant, the crop reviver ball toner. That's right. Ball deodorant can change your life. Yes. It's getting Amen. warm. Gentlemen, it's getting warm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Drain the swamp. Get the preserver ready to go. And if you purchase now, you're going to get the two free gifts, the performance boxer briefs, and mm-hmm. this travel bag that you live by, dog. Yes, I do. I travel with it. Be quite the Shed honest. Travel Bag. And always use the right tools for the job. Head to their website and check out all the tools to help you upgrade your hygiene routine. Yep. All you got to do is use code D-O-G-G at manscaped.com. You're going to save 20% off and free shipping free with shipping. the code D-O-G-G. Dog at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you, and we thank Manscaped for sponsoring Amen. this episode and for making us look handsome for our uh, trophy Yeah, lives. you want to be cool, don't you? You want to be cool? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get, Ask let's yourself that question. <laughs> Let's get back into this. Our Twitter feed at you didn't know pod. Ben Martin hit us up and said, mm. "Dog, besides the USWA versus SMW feud, the only time your dad was a villain was when he turned on Ron Fuller in his NWA title match with Ric Flair. How was it to see your dad as the bad guy where he slapped Brad and oh. announced Charlie Platt 
How much heat did he have in the arenas? Yeah, yeah. So, so he had a ton of heat, and it was yeah. the one time that he was a heel, and they just and and I mean he he had the T-shirt that said all this and brains too, and it was really tight on him, and he always looked great, you know. And so he was jacked. He had like a mustache. He grew, and you, this was back in the day, so he could smoke cigarettes on TV. He had a long gold filter that he put his cigarette in, and he smoked his cigarette, and, and he was such an a hole, and he. Uh, he had a woman named Fannie Mae Titwaller <laughs> that he made. made. That was a made-up person. But that was the person that was behind that bought me this gold-tipped cigarette holder right wow. here. She is a $25,000. <laughs> and Fannie Mae Titwaller. Yeah, it was... It was so now when I... You know, looking back on it, it was so awesome because it was so out of character from who his character was. He was... John Cena of the South, you know what I mean? Like he was the say the right thing, stand up for what you believe in, babyface, and 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 so this was a first for people, fans of his in the South, to go holy mackerel. And yeah, he did slap Brad, he did snatch uh, Charlie Platt and and threw him down, I think. And Charlie actually spoke at Dad's funeral. Um, great oh, wow. friends, yeah, great friends, and and have been forever. And uh, Ch- Charlie's a great man. Uh, a lot of respect for Charlie and, and the Fullers too, because they, they, they all ran that place with my dad. My dad was part owner of of uh, Southeastern and Continental and all that. So they all worked together and and, and ran that that company together. Um, and it it saw some great times. It was really cool for me to see. Uh, my father being a bad guy, but it was also uncomfortable because people still believed, you know? And so I'd go to school and there was a period of time where they'd go, yeah, your dad's an a-hole, you know what I mean? <laughs> or whatever. And it was, <laughs> it was different because I'd never had that. It was always cool because dad was the good guy and right. like, Hey, yeah, my dad's a good guy, good guy on top over here in the wrestling thing. <laughs> and so this time he was on top. All right. But he was a bad guy and it was, it was fun to watch. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, that that guy knew this too. That stuff you can go back and dig through and find, and it's gold, man. It's some 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 promo gold came out of heel Bob Armstrong. I know Smoky Mountain was on the network for a while. I'm not sure if it's yeah, still is. Yeah, I don't think but... it still is. When it changed to Peacock, they they lost a few things. Oh. And I could be wrong about that, but um, but I... yeah, because when it was on the network, I ran through them. It yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Such good and yeah, so, so much talent, by the way. <laughs> oh my lord, incredible amounts and, of talent, and just working at a high school gymnasium. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Just do it. But it was that was. Man, because a high school gymnasium is a little bitty building with 500 people in there, and that's that's cool. You know yeah. what I mean? That's punk rock. That's that's it ain't the only way to get better than that is to be in a building with 5,000. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but anywhere in between, it don't matter. It's like oh well, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like when it's in a small, tight building like that, where everybody's right around you and right on top of you, it feels good. The acoustics are good. You're you're. It's very personable. So. Uh, like for me, that was very important to have that and to work on like my improv. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah we can talk about a wrestling match and do 900 things that we talked about in the back. Or we can go out there and play and listen to these people and see which direction they lead us in. And then, and so it was very cool uh, for me to kind of break in when I did because it was still kind of the last bastion of wrestling. You know what I mean? Before it went to the way of let's see how many things we can do in this 10-minute match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and hopefully, right. one, hopefully one of us will get injured. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Ryback's OnlyFan hits us up on Twitter <laughs> at Unit No Pod. He, he can't be the only fan. I'm a fan of Ryback. He claims he is. Well, is this you? Did you send your it own question? It might be me. Let's hear it. He said, "How did it feel to be the NWA champion in head of state?" For those that don't know, 2003 head of state film directed, written, and starring Chris Rock. Bernie Mac was in it. Yep. And dog, you. I. There I am laying. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm laying in the back right, uh, back right turnbuckle as Ron and Don Harris and Truth. And I think that's true. And uh, and Jeff and then my brother Scott's the referee. All kick the crap out of Chris Rock or the stunt double that's laying down getting stomped on. <laughs> you were the first celeb to slap Chris Rock. <laughs> yes. You did it way before yes. Will Smith. Hey, did, have you seen the Netflix Chris Rock stuff? I have not. I, I, I haven't either. I heard, I, I heard it was uh, Wolfie D, a buddy of mine uh, from PG-13 fame, uh, told me it was awesome, and he really, really lambasted uh uh, Will, uh, Will Smith. Smith. Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I already uh, went hard. Yeah, yeah, me too. And why not? He knows he can't get in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> this time, yeah. Yeah. Next time he's going to be watching. I got uh, to catch How that, fun was that to shoot? Was it fun? Oh, yeah, it was fun. And we shot it there with the people in the crowd and everything. And it was, so it was, yeah, it was, it was what it was. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a huge production, but it was a movie that made and then me and my brother would get paid like 18 cents every three months uh for for a while that happened uh and we hadn't got one in a while but but for a while we would get a, some money every now and then and i'd call him and go hey did you get nine dollars i only got eight i only got eight ninety what well here's what we got to figure out we got to find dub city documentary and then yeah. we got to find head of state and we yeah. get both of those residuals cranking back up okay you know? yes yes that's because- what we need because I wrote the the jingle for Nub City. Really? What was it? <laughs> Nub City. Where's my friggin' arm? Nub City. <laughs> Something like that. I mean, it you know, it's a work in progress. <laughs> my mom, Peg, she volunteered to lose her leg. Oh, Peg, she cut off pinky finger. <laughs> she cut off my pinky. Well, now well, we just paid a boy. off a condo. <laughs> they were using the injury. How much to cut off your pinky right now? Ten grand? My dad cut it off for nothing. My, my dad's <laughs> pinky, he had, you know what that's called? Whatever that's called, that thing where you can't straighten out your. Oh, yeah. And so the guy said, we can do this and reattach the tendons and do all that. And he said, can you just cut it off at that knuckle? And he said, and I'm telling you the dead truth. He said, yep, we sure can. And oh, four days later, maybe two days later, my dad is in the gym working out again with no this half of his pinky gone. Because oh. he wasn't going to not go to the gym while the other surgeries healed. So he said, cut this off, and we'll go from there. <laughs> OMG. So he could work out. Because with that thing, it was getting in the way of him grabbing and pulling and throwing iron around. Uh, Michael Double M hit us up and said, I knew this day would come again. Who in the creative team popped in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, <laughs> saw the ballas, the ballas, and said, that's Judgment Day right there. <laughs> well, it must have, been, must have been dumb, I guess. Let's look at the ballas versus uh, Yeah, can Judgment we do a split screen? Look at that. Yeah, the ballas are kind of cool. Are they ballers? Huh? Is it ballers? Whoa. No, it's... 
But now these guys right here. That looks, Judgment Day. Yeah, son. that's scary. The yeah. other guys, uh, yeah, no, I think these guys are harder. Yeah. As far as prison etched That's in stone. That's a good faction. I'm not sure where the ballers are today. Probably Mm-mm. the indie circuit somewhere. Yeah. But. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're working with the insane clown posse at the <laughs> gathering. Uh, what is it? The what's the what's the the Juggalos? The gathering of the <laughs> yeah, Juggalos. Yeah, the gathering of the Juggalos. Uh, Lindsay the Cupcake Girl, hit Aww. us up. Hey, Lindsay. At Brian R D James at the Casio Kid. Who was your favorite wrestler as a kid besides your dad? And who was the one wrestler you got starstruck from meeting for the first time? Mm. So Brad was the is the answer. Brad was my favorite wrestler. Look, I love my dad and I love my but Brad really. Like, I don't know, just how he did it was so beautiful. It was, it was the first person that taught, that made me think of it like an art form. You know what I mean? Uh, it was, to me, it was a lot of fighting back and forth until Brad got in there and started, I don't know, it was just incredible what he did. Um, and, and who did I get? I'll tell you who I, my first big fan moment was with Wahoo McDaniels. Uh, or oh. McDaniel, I don't know if, I, if there's How old were you? Um... We lived it, so I had to be in fourth grade. I had to be in fourth grade because I we moved in the fifth grade uh, down to Pensacola. So we we still lived in Marietta, Georgia at the time, um, and I had his picture on my wall. And my dad took it, and uh, they rode together one time. And he came home. My dad took it and and had him sign it, and uh, it was a big deal to me. Um, nice. It was such a big deal that I have no idea what that thing is now. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but but it was he was my first like I don't know that I was starstruck and and because a lot of the times I dad would come over people would come over and it was just people from TV and I was just a kid. You know what I mean? Like I didn't really have a grasp of oh my god this is Wally McDaniels who played professional football and now he's a you know the NWA heavyweight champion and now he's you know like it's, I didn't have that I didn't understand that at the time the weight of that dude, but I knew I loved him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I knew, I knew I thought he was a bad egg and I liked that about him. Uh, uncle J 89 hit us up. He oh. said, Hey dog, I asked this of, uh, Jake's, uh, on the snake pit as well. So he wanted to ask you if you could show your grandkids only one match of your career, what match would that be? Thanks for the question, Uncle Man, Jay. Great question. Yeah, that is a great question. And look, I don't think I got an answer right now. And I'll, okay. and I'll tell you why. One of my matches in 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, I, Really? I, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, look, I've probably watched one sooner, th- sooner than that here or there and not thought about it and seen a clip on video or something. But. So as far as like the one match where I thought this was our best match, I don't know that I have one that I feel that way about. Okay. Um, I know I feel the way I feel about the dumpster match because it was like, you know, a huge uh, jumping off point for us. And it was uh, the biggest payday I ever received uh, up until that point. You know, it was just a, it was just uh, a big match for us beating the road warriors. I'd probably show them that to be quite honest. I'd probably show them, show them okay. us beating the road warriors of, uh, I got there. I got, I got an answer because that I think would be their match would not be a Matt classic, but none of mine were. Um, and so it's the biggest win we probably ever got. And that was pretty cool. James Grunberg says dog did Owen R Owen Hart ever pull a rib on you. And don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if you and Cassio are going to do a full Owen Hart episode, but what was the atmosphere wow. like at the Raw is Owen show? For those that don't know, this was a special episode of Monday Night Raw, May 24th, 1999. 
St. Louis, Missouri. A lot of people call it Raw is Owen. It is the official Owen Hart tribute show. Um, What did you think of that night, dog? That night was hard. Heavy. That night was real, real heavy, man. Per, per, and look, they said, and I don't know if, you know, I'm sure this cat remembers because he brought it up, but but I don't know if everybody does. And, and I went out there with Godfather who they said, hey, you guys are supposed to work tonight, blah, 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 but you can do whatever you want to. And I said, well, I don't want to have a match. Do you? And he said, no. And I said, we'll go out there and cut a promo and, and, and I can fill you five minutes or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, we'll. So, so that's what we did, and we went out there, and we and we literally said, "Just don't feel right. I don't want you. I don't remember verbatim how the promo went, but the gist of it was, I don't want your hose, and I don't want to wrestle. I want to go backstage, and I want to burn one down, and I want to tell some Owen stories." And he said, "I'm cool with that." And we walked out together. You know what I mean? And it was so. It was that was me personally getting. Uh, getting to kind of do whatever I wanted to about as far as Owen was concerned. And, and look, I, I didn't want to go out there with just me and go, you know, I wanted to keep wrestling creative a little bit and, and, and but talk about Owen. So that's what we did. But that, that day was hard, man. They did some interviews with talent throughout the day, uh, that, that aired periodically and man, it was difficult to get through. And, and you know, it's still, it's still hard to think about just cause Owen, I, I look you always look for your you got your own point of personal reference right like I got my point of reference I'm a second generation wrestler uh, so so there's things about Owen that I immediately grasp onto and and things that he had uh children he was building a new house on the lake he was I was going through all the same things like it was I don't know it was and we rode together and did he ever pull any ribs on me a hundred a day but <laughs> but they're not they're not like a classic rib where you set it up and there's this big thing. It's little things all day long. You're literally driving to the town with a fan who, who Owen said, no, you jump, jump in, you can ride with us. You don't have to rent a car. Okay. Awesome. Well, then Owen persists to tell the guy to go the wrong way for an hour. And, and he doesn't care that he's riding in the wrong way for an hour or two. Uh, then he'll be driving and he'll pull the emergency brake up on the car. Uh, <laughs> while you're driving. Like, I mean, so it's just one thing after another, after another, you go, you get out and you go in the store and Owen goes behind somewhere and goes, look, it's road dog, Jesse James. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's nonstop, right. uh, or it was nonstop with him. And, but but it was never you. I don't, I don't remember ever. I got mad at him and Davy Boy one time, but it was because I was screwed up on drugs. And because you can't, I was going to say you can't get mad at Owen because none of it's mean spirited. It's all in fun. And the beautiful part about it was he didn't mind ribbing himself to be in, to, to to rib you to mess with you. And yeah, he was a great dude, and and he's sorely missed uh, by a lot more than just me. That's for sure. Uh, David Rolick, hit us up. Let's keep going. Uh, since we're talking about Owen, uh, he has another Owen question. He said, this is very interesting. Is there any truth to the game character was originally going to be for Owen instead of Hunter? Have you ever heard anything about that? Never, never heard that. Okay. And I feel Uh, like the game, I don't know. I, I, I've never heard that. I'm sorry. You never got, heard any buzz about I'm not a Not one. Because I thought okay. the game was from uh, a creation of Hunters. So right. I don't know. Uh, maybe he created it with someone else in mind, but I doubt that. <laughs> so anyway, I just, I never heard of that. 
Okay. Kev hit us up at You Didn't Know Pod. Who came up with the ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls thing? Mm, I, I love well, it well, and Michael often Buffer use it. <laughs> he said, I love it and often use it myself. Hope you don't sue me for it, LOL. <laughs> no, at I won't. Kev316. Yeah, if, as long as Michael Buffer doesn't sue me. Because, look, that's what I think. It It, it, it kind of comes from, you know, Michael Buffer, the... the, the uh, the ringmaster as a ladies and gentlemen, you know what I mean? Boys and girls, children of all ages. So it's just a, it, no, but I guess I put it all together, but I think it's a conglomeration of a lot of, it's a Frankenstein of, of, of famous verbiage. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I would kind of also use, and I, I just stated this on Twitter too, songs are a cheap, cultural relevant pop that you can get and so i would, I would always try to add a sound, a song or a city if the city's in the name of a song or something you know what i mean it was just just put some crap together that people recognize and see if, see if they'll follow you you know what i mean like it was so much fun so nobody really came up with it but i guess if i guess it was my my baby my monster of, of you put crappy. the puzzle pieces together. yeah yeah I, I guess i did i guess i did and it was but it was all by accident like none of it was you know what I mean? I think in the wrestling world, if anybody goes, yep, that's what we meant to do, and that's how it <laughs> happened, I think they're full of crap. Um, because I just think things happen, and things are organic and happen and catch on, and next thing you know, Jed's a millionaire. Uh, it wasn't by design. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it, was, yeah. it was this caught on and got cool. Um, yes, you brought that to the table, and your, your, your person brought this character to the table or this this characteristic of you this extension of you to the table so yes you get credit for that but man you just throw a bunch of crap at the wall and and if something sticks you go like okay yeah that worked i'll stick with that one <laughs> you know what i mean but nine times out of ten you go womp, womp, womp. Uh, and, and it's just not great speaking of since he, he won't see this uh our producer just <laughs> sent us a message that said he's going to throw crap at a wall uh he's went to the bathroom so he's gone right now <laughs> we should talk bad about him yeah Marcus is pooping. Marcus is pooping. Marcus He's is so pooping. stupid. Marcus is... Okay, here we go. Jennifer Ducky Weddle. Oh, I know her. You I know, know Ducky her from Twitter. From Twitter, yeah. Uh, said if you could wrestle anybody new and up and coming, or wrestle somebody again hmm. for one last match. Who would I it answered be? this. Oh, I answered wow. this earlier. This was her question. Okay. Uh, that I literally think I tagged Marcus in and said we should answer this on the podcast mm -hmm. because. I didn't we talk already about Billy and 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 me yes. against his Getting kids? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That that's what I that was my answer to that to when she asked that or answered that. And so I'm sorry, uh, Ducky, that I answered it earlier. But what if you did a one on one with somebody up and coming? Ooh, ooh. not necessarily your last match. As a, we're just saying, who if you got back in there? Who'd you like to go with? Hmm. I'm really loving Austin Theory. Yeah, like I, I really am. I think he's. A great athlete. I think he's talented. I think he takes good bumps. He's. I think his work's believable. Like I'd really and and I'm and I think about it from my 53 year old mindset of who's going to take care of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and who can work circles around so nobody realizes I'm old and fat. Um, you know what I mean? Like so that's how I'm looking at that. But look, I would have I would have loved to have worked uh, with Harley Race. Like I would have loved to when I was when I was New Age Outlaw. Uh, 98, 99, I would have loved, I got to work with Terry Funk. So that was, that's another one where it's just a fight. You know what I mean? And it feels good because you're not, 
punching each other in the face and you're not, well, not all the time, and you're not poking each other's eyeballs out. But other than that, you're in a fight. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's, and you know you're in it and you're in it willingly and they are too. And it's, it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's, uh, it's cool. And so it was cool to do that with Terry Funk. I would have loved to have done it with Harley Race. By the way, go to uh, our boxofgimmicks.com and you can get the Let's Go Kill Terry Funk t-shirt. Oh, the t-shirt, which is, and then we'll we'll stop right there and talk, tell the story because the t-shirt says Let's Go Kill Terry Funk. And that was an actual conversation (laughs) that Billy Gunn and I had uh, before the dumpster match was, let's, I don't think we called him Terry Funk. I think we said mother something or other. (laughs) Uh, And, and, but it was, it was for real because as hard as you hit him, he just hit you harder. And so it was, it was like, okay, now we're just going to kill him. Like it's, <laughs> we just got to kill the guy. He's going to kill us back. Let's yeah. just and, kill him. And truth be told, we couldn't kill him. <laughs> uh, I know Matt Hardy talks about being stronger than death, but my friend, there's only one who is that. And it is Terry Funk. Oh, and, and Jesus, maybe. I think. I'm sorry. Uh, Michael Colin uh, Collingwood Mag says, mm-hmm. "Why didn't you use the Armstrong name in WWE?" That's interesting. I, look, that's that's. I feel I'm torn about that still too. To be quite honest with you, I, I was proud of being Brian Armstrong a hundred percent, but that's not who they wanted up there. It was going to be somebody different, and so. I went with the, the I was the New Age Outlaw Jesse James Armstrong in in USA or USWA excuse me in Memphis, and so I just went with the Jesse James the Double J. It was kind of the story they were telling, so it was Jesse James, and you know what I mean. Like it just it just wasn't meant to be. It wasn't it wasn't written in that way, and so I don't know. I like the fact that I it helped. Look, no question about it. I got into this business because my last name was Armstrong. Now, we'll get past that. I think I made something of myself in this industry not under the name Armstrong. So I'm proud of that, too. Like, I, I stood on my own and, and have a career that we're speaking about still. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm very proud of that. Uh, but I'm also very proud of the fact that I'm an Armstrong. Um, more proud than, than about the success of my career. That's for damn sure. But it just wasn't meant to be. It wasn't written that way. And so, you know, creatively, we went in a different story. Everybody, I think, knew that, you know, that knows, knows, hey, I'm Bob Armstrong's baby boy. And uh, and I wasn't half bad. I wasn't <laughs> half good either. But <laughs> uh, Big Mike Radio wants to hit us up and said, if you could choose which current WWE superstar would you love to cover your runaway smash hit with my baby tonight? Oh, I'll tell you the truth, and I don't know if this is a superstar or not, but Samantha Irvin, the ring announcer, really got pipes, bro. What? Got golden pipes. And I'll tell you where you can find out about this. Oh, it's not this, this Sunday, but it is uh, as we sit down. Um, at Madison Square Garden, she's going to sing the national anthem. I heard her oh. sing at NXT. Uh, she's got pipes, bro. She can go. She's soulful. She's young. Um, so she's going to sing the national anthem for us. And uh, and we're going to see how, how we go from there. But I'd love to do a duet with her because she's got a great voice. How about that? Yeah, it's cool. It's cool because it's a live event, and I'm in charge of live events. And I said, hey, can you sing the national anthem at 
in Madison Square Garden. She's excited. Are you serious? I said, yeah, I'm serious. She's excited, man. I'm excited. Uh, Because, look, what what I want to do eventually is have a person, and maybe it's a person who wins a a contest, or maybe it's a person who sends in a video of themselves singing or something. We haven't ironed out all the details yet. But I would like a local singer from each town to sing the national anthem in the live event of their city uh, when we come to their town. And so I, we're we're in the process of trying to figure out how to do that. I just think that's super cool. You know what I mean? Not only is it the national anthem, so there's something there too. But but it's a local person, that a local maybe a local celebrity, a local disc jockey like yourself. Like if you could sing uh, the national anthem, you I'll can. Yeah, I nail it. Okay. Well, see, that's something I mean, I'm interested in. We come back to Huntsville. Something I'm interested in. Okay. And I'll by nail you. it, you mean sing sing the words out loud? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I feel. I don't feel. In the red glare, okay. The bombs bursting in air. Oh my God! You are good. Gave proof. Okay. Just stop. 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 Night. I said you were good. I said you were good, man. Okay. You're gonna ruin it. I was. It's like I, I told was, the Usos when they were young. One more a little line. bit of dancing. Not too much dancing. Dance, dance, punch. Not too much. Don't just do a whole routine out there. Right. Don't yeah. just do a floor routine. Out there. I, I had one more line in me and then it was coming off. <laughs> you, you but you hit there. those two really well. I was trying to help you and shut you down after That's that. That's why like, I started there. That's the good lines I got. I can know. Uh, yeah, and, <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, Huntsville. Hey, Huntsville, everybody should maybe. send their send videos to dog. Here's your here's his personal phone number. Yeah, no, just send them on social media. Hashtag dog dancing, and we can get that going. So yeah, I love it. Everybody send him clips. Uh, Angelo Fazio, the oh, low the Foz, low Foz, the low Foz. Bro, he's, he wrote he wrote uh, raw for years. Um, that low yeah, yeah, low-fos, bro, Lofos, uh, and all the Freddie Prince, all those guys uh, were around around about the same time. Lofos is actually friends with Macaulay Culkin, um, and so so we got to see him every now and then. But yeah, Foz's an old friend of mine, man. Hey, he wrote the... some of the great punk stuff. Did he early on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, because I, I forget, I'm going to get this uh, confused. But uh, what? <laughs> who was the guy? <laughs> Who was the guy y'all pointed to in New York? He said he's got that gas. You can smell. <laughs> you can smell. So I, I don't remember who the guy was. I and saw kept pointing like, it was. Yeah. It was just briefer in that building. Like I thought. You can't. I know pot's legal, but can you smoke it like on the front row? Like <laughs> holy crap! Somebody had said no. It's him. And you're okay. <laughs> I forgot who it was, but it wasn't the low fos. No, 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 no. Okay. It wasn't low fos. Uh, here's what he's got. You're stranded on a deserted island. Mm-hmm. What's the one food, the one movie, and one person you'd pick to have with you on uh, the island? Man, that's a great question. And look, the, the answer is my wife with the person. I knew that was coming on. No, right. Nobody knows me like her. Nobody, yeah. you know what I mean? Even if I don't have the most fun with her all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I still want it to be her. She um, knows you. She's my she's my best half. You know what yeah. I mean? So I got to have that. Um, she's not watching the movie either way, so I can pick whatever movie I want. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's not even going to be sitting down in there with me. She'll be working. And then, anyway. Um, so I'm going to say, 
I mean, it's going to get old no matter what movie, but, but I love the movie, the campaign with Zach Galifianakis and Will Ferrell. (laughs) Yes. It's such a guilty pleasure that it's so unsung. There's so many funny spots in it that, that I don't even think are supposed to be funny. You know what I mean? That I just laugh at that. It's, it's just, it's just one of those that I could watch every day and, and laugh at the same crap every day. Um, and then what food you get one food, man, that's tough. It is a tough one, man. I mean, can you just go pizza? Does that count? That's that's kind of what I was thinking too, just because it's like, okay, at least it's kind of everything you're going to get sick of it all. Right. So, yeah. But if I, I mean, got an endless supply of like pizza base, like the sauce and the crust <laughs> and the yeah. cheese, and then I can go, well, I can catch me a lobster on this deserted island, have oh, a lobster yeah. pizza, or I can have oh, you know, yeah. coconut pizza. I don't know what we're doing here. Yeah, I what might kill them. Like if there's another person on there, I might kill them, cook them up. You know what I mean? <laughs> your wife. Oh, yeah, not her. I meant like if there's. It could be no city. <laughs> She's still got all her fingers. Look, she's a heck of a cook. If anybody can make See? Thigh, thigh taste good, <laughs> it would be her. I mean, you got extra to cut off of. We can make yeah, some yeah, thigh. Yeah, yeah, I'd, you be know I mean? I'd be fine. I'd be fine. E Hills 10 hit us up and says, was it much fun recording the Are You Serious episodes oh. with Josh Matthews as it was watching them? You guys were hilarious. Yes. So, yes, it was that much fun. Uh, it was more fun to, to me. And Josh is a great friend of mine uh, doing really great things at Impact Wrestling right now. Um, just a just a great guy that I actually entertain hanging out. Or, you know, I actually uh, – am entertained by him and by hanging out with him. And so we had a blast doing that show. And it was also just the stupidest, silliest stuff. <laughs> it's this podcast, but it was on the, like the internet or something. I don't, even, I don't even know, but it was totally this, this podcast. If we would just, they would talk about things like, Oh, look what this happened. Remember when this happened on TV and it was Jake, the snake doing something, you know what I mean? And then yeah. I would just, you know, it was just, we just had a good time with it. And, uh, and so, yeah, I did have a great time doing it. I wish I could still do something similar because I think there's still, uh, an audience for something like that. It's basically mystery science theater 3000 with wrestling. You know, you know, I mean? you, you know, you say, are you serious a lot? You know that? That's what I've noticed that. with this show. Are you, You'll go, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what the name of our show should uh, be, but there's probably some kind of trademarking issue. There. Uh, John, by the way, John Davis, while we're on the topic, he sent us in, he's at, at JD call me. Yeah. He said, who did the voice for Puppet H, and will they ever come out of retirement? If people don't know, uh, back on Are You Serious, Puppet H was this puppet that was supposed to be resembled. Yeah, it's Hunter. It looks exactly, what do you mean? Uh, It's uncanny. (laughs) No, I didn't. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, He made games. He challenged you. Yep. He really liked Intimidating So the voice, the voice, oh, man, Justin. Who is it? It's Justin is his first name. I'm, 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 I may what be wrong about that. Was he a wrestler? Was no, he, he was a, he was a writer. Guy? He was a writer, a writer. Uh, for, for a dot com. And then he was a writer in the, in the writer's room for a little while. Nice. And he was the voice and he wrote the show. Uh, are you serious? And so he would, he would write the show and write jokes in there that you could do, or you didn't have to, but he was a really funny guy. Uh, 
and a really nice guy. Oh, I think I'm pretty sure his first name was Justin, but I can't think of his last name. Come on! I can't. I'm sorry. You're get heat for this. <laughs> yes, I will, but maybe somebody will know it. Uh, uh, oh, he, came, he came back and did some appearances on the Edge and Christian show. Oh yeah, uh, that yeah, totally yeah. reeks of awesomeness. Yes, he, yes. He, he, he was still he was still that. working here and still writing some of that stuff uh, for them. Yeah, it was it was it was really fun. It really was a, a good time. We we did some stuff with Vince and Vince's office and stuff. It was it was cool. Uh, Az he hit us up. Mm, uh, he says, "Dog would love to hear your thoughts on Cody Rhodes' journey and your wow. thoughts on his comeback." Man, incredible. I, I mean, I mean, what. A, what a journey. And look, I will, I know in, excuse me, in his mind, he probably sees, excuse me again, um, he probably sees the stardust and all that stuff as a negative, but I, I man, I didn't, I, I was, I was writing some of that stuff and I, I felt like it was a, a progression in his, it, to me, it opened him up to do different things and try different things and, and opened his mind a little bit from a character standpoint which when he came back to being Cody Rhodes, son of a plumber, you know what I mean? Or whatever, uh, grandson of a plumber, it was, it, he was more comfortable at it. And I honestly think it's that journey that has led him to where he's at right now. Look, his comeback is incredible. Uh, creatively, it's a, it's a gold mine, you know what I mean? And anybody writing sh- a show would love to have him on it. Um, so yeah, I'm in awe of his meteoric rise and I respect it and I'm happy for him as a human being because look, I think he, in his life, he wanted to be a top guy in a company and I think he's, he's been that and I think he can still be that. And so we'll see what the future holds for Cody, but man, it's bright from here. Hey, look guys, uh, serious deal. Sometimes in your journey, uh, you can just, you find yourself getting in debt a little bit, maybe finances get a little out of whack. Well, maybe it's time to call our buddy Conrad Thompson. He can consolidate all your debt, or you just need to refinance on the house, get in a new house, whatever the case may be. You need to check out our buddy Conrad Thompson, and we're, he's here to tell you how you can save with Conrad. As an adult, don't we all miss spring break? Nothing like taking a week off from all your responsibilities. Well, here's the next best thing for adults, a spring break from house payments. SaveWithConrad.com can help you get rid of all your credit card debt just like that. We're routinely helping our listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. But check this out. No house payments for two months at SaveWithConrad.com. All right, dog, back yep. to our Twitter feed, at Brian R.D. James, at the Casio Kid. Uh, Big Sexy Nash. I'm Ooh. not sure if it's the real one or not. <laughs> okay, but. well, I'll tell you in two seconds. Okay. Go ahead. He says, do you think anyone from NXT has the chance to succeed on the Kevin. main roster? <laughs> okay. Okay. And 100%. I think there's probably six guys and, and gals down there right now that are going to make it to the main roster. And I mean guys and gals you've seen on TV. There's probably 90 girls and guys you ain't seen yet. And so, so that you know, it's a, it's a, a never-ending story. He did clarify. He says they need to become an A-plus talent dog. Okay. All right. Well, still the same number. So, so no, 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 not the same number. I didn't. I didn't hear the A plus part. I, I thought I heard make it to the main roster. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I definitely think there's uh, one woman and one man that I think will have no problem doing that and 
and uh, and we're going to see them both doing it in the future. And I think that's Braun Breaker and Zoe Stark. Oh, that's a good duo right there. Yeah. Good duo. Uh, and guess what? Braun Here's Breaker gets better every time I see him. Man, I mean, more, more comfortable, more, I mean, holy mackerel, the kid's been wrestling two years. You know what I mean? Think about that. I was there when he, when he came, started at the PC. Like, yeah, he, he's just, he's just an, an anomaly. Just like his brother, or his father and his, and his brother was, you know what I mean? That just like they yeah. were, he is that now. Um, and he's learning how to do all this other stuff. And it's really cool to watch him grow. Uh, promo, he's getting comfortable at, uh, far leaps and bounds ahead of his uncle and father for sure um i don't think they would argue with that by the way uh they would probably beat me up either way but they wouldn't argue with it um but yeah i think breaker and i think uh and I, look i think those are just two i think there's some i'm leaving out i think nikita lyons she's out with an injury right now she could be uh, a t- an a plus star at wrestling an a plus star at dancing an a plus star at singing an a plus star like she's she's the She's the uh, cat's pajamas dog, and so when we, when she when we get when we get when she gets healthy and gets back at it, you're going to see big things out of her too. Uh, yeah, big fan of Nikita Lyons. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, I don't understand. I don't I'm understand just, the trepidation. She's a beautiful lady. Okay, okay, I get what you're beautiful saying. Beautiful lady. Yes, and, agreed. And you're correct. Every time she's tried to do something, she did it. Yeah, um, she's, yeah. She, she can do whatever what, you guys so throw I, at her. I, I, a personal story is I was sitting there and I said, Hey, so just wrap something for me. And this was at in promo class. Like she's standing up in front of me and a couple other people. And I go, yeah, okay. So you can sing and rap, rap something for me. She just busted out and dude did a whole song and danced to it and, and worked the table. And uh, dude, it was, and I just went almost like you singing earlier. I wanted to cut her off. Cause I just thought, Oh God, I didn't know you were going <laughs> to bust out a, an actual routine, but she did. And it was good. You know what I mean? And so it was like, Man, this girl blew. She blew my mind, and and it's just she's she's cocky and confident, yet really humble. You know what I mean? Like it's she's a, she's a young, beautiful woman, like you said, and I think her future is really bright. Uh, Jason, hope this isn't his phone number. Jason six eight seven seven two eight three five. He hits us up. He said, "Not a question, more of a thank you." I grew up watching Brad and Tim Horner tag. On TBS, mm. Brad was always one of my favorite wrestlers. Look I recreated that. Look at that. He said, <laughs> I recreated that float over Russian leg sweep so many times <laughs> in the backyard. Thank you to your family. Yeah, well, thank you, look man. That. For, for th- yeah, that look, it, it never gets old. People just going like, man, hey, thanks. I enjoyed watching y'all wrestle as a family. Like that, that feels better to me than anything in the world. You know what I mean? Like I love your, your, your I love your family as a wrestling family. You know what I mean? Like that, awesome. we weren't global as a, as a family. We were Southern based and it was kind of more, so it's, it's, we didn't get out there like the, you know, the Von Erichs kind of, kind of reached out beyond their, their region. Uh, so a lot of guys got national attention and then, and then international attention. And, and my family didn't get that, but it feels really good to me on a personal level to think about my family as a wrestling family and the body of work that we've all done too. You know what I mean? None of us was like the world heavyweight champion or anything, but we've all made a living, uh, out of loving you and in the business. So, uh, all right. And let's get to the last question of the day. Dog. Uh, Brian Dunlop nine says, Oh, you didn't know. I was, I was not aware. You didn't? M- Modoc 9. You didn't John, know? Ch- Brian John. Dunlop 9. 
Dunlop nine. Sure. Modoc nine. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I said. Uh, but Spacious. but yes, I was not aware. I was unaware. Therefore, I reached out to someone, okay. and that someone informed me. Therefore, I now know, and no longer need to call anyone. That's it. You're done. And that's it. All right. Um, and hard that, out in ten for people can. Pay. Oh, sorry. I just that, <laughs> I just read things. When you put them up on there, Marcus, I just read it. You know. Well, here's what's going to happen. Do you have a thankful minute? We didn't even talk I, about know, it. Look, you could give. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do top dog, thankful minute, and then we're going to get out of here. All okay, right? cool. Cool. I love here it. Here we go. Top dog. If you don't know this, if this is your first time listening, first of all, thanks. Where you been? Thank you. Yeah. you joining us. You're top welcome. dog, I give you three sports entertainers. You tell us, are you a better sports entertainer than that one? Here we okay. go. Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> yes. I am a better wrestler, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, okay. I'm sure I'm sure I didn't have the quite the connection as as the ultimate warrior did to this little <laughs> to his little warriors. But uh, but yeah, I was, I'm better than him. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Deep cut for you. Waylon Mercy. Oh, that is a deep cut, dude, because he is I'm so scared of him in okay. real life. Of course, he's based off of uh, Robert De Niro and yeah, Cape yeah, Fear. Yeah, yeah, out of Cape Fear. Look but, at but, that. The, but the real man himself is far scarier than De Niro in Cape Fear. Oh, Dan Spivey. Dan actually. Spivey. He played for the Georgia Bulldogs. He played pro ball for a minute. He beat the fire out of people in Japan for decades. And and then he started. Then this is where he ended up. You know what I mean? So I was actually in when he was doing this character. I think I was the roadie or either I'd just come back as the real double J, but I just started in one of those two runs and he was there, dude. He's one of my greatest friends. Now, one of my greatest assets in the world in my life of recovery, he's the guy that, that brought me to it. You know what I mean? And and I mean that in a hundred, hundred percent, I mean that, but am I better? Yes. I'm a better sports entertainer than him. Than just Waylon Mercy. That's what yes. we're going with. Yes. Uh, I look, don't ask me to go to Japan and have none of them Terry Gordy and him matches with <laughs> Suksita Matakuda and, and six other names I can't pronounce. But sports like, entertainer. Sports entertainer. Waylon Mercy. Road yes. Dog. Road Dog. Road Dog's a guy. Oh, this is a good one. Last but not least, I R S. As we get closer here to tax time. Can I tell you the truth? Okay. Mike Rotundo is a big, big man, and he was a shooter at Syracuse. <laughs> you don't get to college shooting like Syracuse College on the right. wrestling team because you're not a good wrestler. So he terrifies me a little bit too, but but not really because he's so funny and so nice and so like when I we and him would be agents together. Like I always loved being an agent with Mike because. He's just dry-witted, funny, and you also like. He's also huge. You just feel safe with him. You know what I mean? Like he's he's like six four, six five. You know, three hundred pounds. He's just a, and he knows I can just take you down anytime I want to. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, him and Dan Spivey both scare me. I don't know. I'm but I'm going to say yes. I'm better. I'm or better. The IRS particular than, than specifically IRS because oh. there was some young. Uh, him and Barry Wyndham when they first got, I forgot what their names were, uh, when they first started in WWE, uh, F at the time. Anyway. Oh, they had a, uh, yeah. Who were they? They yeah, were, were big, they? 
Um, that's gonna tell. That'd be tough. The middle Middle American Mafia. I just <laughs> made that American up. American <laughs> Mafia. I just made that up. Maybe that's our name. <laughs> it's our name. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, who were they? U.S. That's, Express. U.S. Express. Are you, you sure? close, Middle America Mafia? By the, way. U, the U.S. Express. I thought. Oh no, that's the Can Am connection. I'm thinking of. My bad. <laughs> Can Am. Um, yeah, yeah. The U.S. Express. All right. By the way, three and zero. That puts you back on the winning. I'm side back on the winning. Side. At that least I'm good. batting seven hundred. That was that was the, yeah. Get you up there. Yeah. And before we get out of here, we like to end our episodes. With the thankful minute, we put 60 seconds on the clock. We spread positivity here in the social media world, and that is Dog giving us one minute of something he is thankful for. Let's get the clock rolling and go. Well, look, I mentioned uh, Dan Spivey, and he kind of being pivotal in my uh, road to and on recovery, uh, still still involved in that, and so very very thankful for Dan Spivey and thankful for for recovery. But but more than that, I'm thankful because Dan's teachings and his leadership has taught me to c- keep a proper perspective when things go awry. And so that's life lessons and that's stuff in my head. I can you know I, I have a lot of things going on in my head, and we talk about this a great deal, but. These things, these tools I've been given by Dan and others like him, let me navigate those crazy waters and talk myself down off some ledges that I put myself on. Um, so I'm very thankful for a program of recovery that has kind of taught me how to live my life again. How much time does that say, by the way? 12 seconds, 10. And, and also thankful for Dan Spivey uh, for introducing me to that world. Uh, thank you uh, for AA. I thank God for AA and A for God. That's all I got. How about it? Another one in the books. Fun episode, man. Yeah, I, had a I agree. Blast. I agree. I had a good time, too. Um, I, I don't even want to go. Dude, can we just stay we, here? We, we did not <laughs> get to everybody's. Uh, we will get to you. Yes. Either resend it or we save them uh, if we can. Yep. And uh, we'll get to everybody's as much as we can because we always appreciate y'all interacting with us. The Pod Pound is, they've been super fun jumping on board yeah. uh, this train with us, dog. Yep, thank you guys very much. Everybody uh, behind the scenes at the show and, and all the fans, thank you guys for sending your messages and sending your questions. And uh, just uh, keep your head above water, man. It's going to be a good week no matter what day it is, no matter what time it is. You are in charge. You make the call. You are in control of you. Do you want to be happy today? If you do, be happy. If you don't, i got two words for you. Suck it.